The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Say, friend, now I don't mean to pry or even assume anything, because Lord knows that'll make an ass out of both of us. But I couldn't help notice you're out here doing what you can, best you can, and making your way in the apocalypse without a drink. I hear you. A drink's a high five, a pat on the back, tastes good, makes you feel good. But out here, you don't want to feel good. You need a real drink that'll clean a wound, taste like chaos, and a burn that'll teach you all you need to know about how to survive. Well, this shocking beverage will snap you right back into place, no matter how many zombies or clicky mushroom people you had to face today, or, or how many you lost in the fires when the robots took over. Whatever your scenario, all you need is a shot of Jepson's Malort. With a taste like ground-up mummies and viper piss, this refreshing 70-proof vintage will outlast us all. So make friends with the only one that's going to make it out of here alive. Jepson's Malort. The only drink that will still be here. Proud sponsor. <clears throat> Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Your official Birdcast of the Apocalypse. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to shout. Sorry. Hey, what's going on, human? Thank you for letting me into your ears. My name is Chad. I'm a bird. This is my Birdcast. That's it. That's all the details. There's not much. There's really not. Um, much else didn't really have a log line but we do have uh me and you in this moment so i am a bird that lives in chicago that somehow gained opinions and uh, i got hired as a journalist i work out of the green mill in chicago for a live magazine called the paper machete that's my that's my day job that's my gig but at night i roam the streets looking for my car and when I find it, I go home. So yeah, kind of brings you up to speed. All right, well, what are we doing here? Well, here's what we do. Once a week, I get assigned a topic uh, from the news, and then I uh, have 24 hours to come up with my opinion, and then I present it live to a bunch of humans drinking at 3 o'clock in the afternoon out of an old gangster bar in Chicago, pinball capital of the world. We'll get to that. Google it. Wait, don't Google it. And my assignment last week was the grumblings, the rumblings, if you will, in the community that a beloved intergalactic style of music was getting renamed and retconned, and I had something to say about it. So this is me, already in progress. You like me, cause you could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will. I can't promise you forever, baby, cause that just went too long. Oh, my fellow, my fellow earthmates, humans, people, I come to you today humbled and honest. 
In lieu of recent events that I totally just heard about, more specifically just read about on the internet from several sources, that I will totally cite in the description of this, for nothing is actually happening, everything is content. So like, pants off, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Members of the council, I'm here today to open the issue, to light the matter, and to tell my story. For it is your story, and all our stories, as we all share the same planet, the same climate, and until some rich fuck pays the right team and actually invents a light speed craft, the same galaxy. As a collective planet, we've had our share of weird shit, mean shit, sad shit, glad shit, and shit that's pretty gnar. Like that rager we threw at Skylar's when he and Brent got that Airbnb in Indiana. It is said you can still hear the lilting keen of Steel Panther on the breeze off Lake Michigan if you listen just right at night on the dunes. And isn't that what we all want in life? To party so hard, it affects the tidal winds, be it lake or sea. I ask you, distinguished honored delegates, do we not deserve to rock to weird shit whence ever the mood may strike us? Fellow colleagues, I do not need to hold a vote, for I know it to be true. I trust the force, for it is with me and it is also with you. It surrounds us and it guides us, and sometimes the force demands we jam. That is not in question, for it is on record and it is canon. And when a jam is going down, is it not in our best interest to have some consistency, to have some regularity as base nature, good nature, the right kind of nature? Though we love to rebel and give it to the establishment, there must be order in some form or we will descend into chaos. And that most definitely does not rock. And it is in fact a bummer. Why I ask the chamber, is it not the correct response to looking for that lost sacre of salt Where's the salt during a Martyrigaville chorus? Is it not custom during I'm going to be 500 miles by the proclaimers to alternate the da-da-da-das and to not monopolize the moment? <laughs> Members of the collective body, ask yourself what you would do if when confronted with a rousing chorus of Sweet Caroline, you did not answer da-da-da, <laughs> but instead answered boobity-boop-bop-weep. <laughs> Consistency and order. There must be some protocol or none of it means anything. Therefore, I do not think I'm out of bounds here to bring this motion to the floor. Members of the jury, stop fucking with Star Wars. <laughs> now I hear you. Star Wars is fun, it's an amusement. It's not taxes, but I ask you, respected congregation, is Star Wars not a jam? Do we not get a rush when we hear Duel of the Fates played by a live orchestra whence attending a Phantom Menace screening in the park? Is that not the only reason to attend a screening of the Phantom Menace at all? <laughs> but if we continue to allow the fuckery that I'm about to present in time to continue, then we might as well have them play the Raiders March over the moment when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan face off against Darth Maul. And yea, they both be masterpieces by our collective beloved score zaddy, John Williams, the theme is not the correct one. And though it is a march and that march fucks, it's fucking wrong. And it'll bum us out. Because either the orchestra's messing with us or they just don't know that's the wrong theme. Kind of like when Skylar's mom asked if our favorite character was Kirk or Spock at Brian's Star Wars theme bar mitzvah back in the day. Either way, it is lame and it cannot continue. We must have canon consistency and we must agree that it matters. Otherwise, how can we jam? I offer into evidence, Your Honor, the latest fuckery of which I speak of and I am here to present. 
If I may take the court back to 1983, a world having witnessed and been spiritually invigorated by Star Wars in 1977, only to have been traumatized by the Star Wars holiday special merely a year later, <laughs> only to be emotionally destroyed as they journeyed into Empire Strikes Back. Finally, it was 1983, the return of the Jedi, and it was as advertised. With this film came a novelization, as is the custom, because you gotta read, humans. You gotta drink water, and you gotta read. I know for some of you that's just beige enough to be a waiting room at a doctor's office, but it is good for you. <laughs> that legendary tone, authored by James Caan, under the hearty, breathy dominance of George Lucas, created a term that would become canon in 1995 in the anthology series Tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina, edited by Kevin J. Anderson. With this canon event being realized, we, the collective populace, then and now, we're finally able to quantify what that hard bop we heard back in 1977 when Luke and Obi-Wan entered said cantina on Mos Eisley, even before it was known that the band itself is called Fingerin' Dan and the Modal Nose. <laughs> Though a generation only knew that song as the cantina band song, it wasn't until said novel that they would learn that the music form, the very interstellar style that was that fucking dippy banger that graces many a ringtone to this day, is and was called, canonically, jizz music. <laughs> Those that are proficient in said upswing style intergalactic bops are called jizz whalers because they wail on jizz. And so it was written and so it has been since the time before in a galaxy not far away, but in our own. Jizz has been in the Star Wars fandom always waiting, stored in the fandom's collective canon. Jizz was always at the ready to be fired across the face of conversation, whether it felt right, a favorite go-to, did you know? Comforting in its stability, because no matter what fuckery Lucasfilm and Disney was doing to the Star Wars universe, because according to Joe Lucas, he didn't have the budget to realize his true vision of what it should be. Jizz always came when you call. <laughs> Consistency is the essence of jizz, because while Lucas got fidgety and changed the original trilogy into the chaotic gaslighting madness it is today. Jizz always stuck with us. It was there when we learned in the original Star Wars it was going to be called Episode 4, A New Hope, making all vinyl copies of the score look incomplete. It was there when Liam Neeson was forced to explain that Anakin was only strong with the Force because of cosmic cells called midichlorians bugging the fuck out of the general space wizard aesthetic we were there for with math. And who better to know who shot first than Jizz? Lest we forget that Luke and Lil, calm down. We got a long way to go, guys. Okay, you didn't think this is where this was going? Yeah, hold, hold fast, butts. Lest we forget that Luke and Leia only became brother and sister in the third movie, which George Lucas swears was always his intention, to which I raised the point of order, then why the fuck did you wait to tell us, George? It wasn't the budget. You can't blame the budget on that shit. It doesn't cost more to make them not make out. So what was really going on? We may never know. And frankly, that's the least of our problems. We've had to rationalize why Darth Vader doesn't recognize C-3PO, who he fucking built in Phantom Menace. We have to rationalize how Leia is able to remember her mother in Return of the Jedi when Padme fucking died the literal half second after Leia was born in Revenge of the Sith. Even fucking Obi-Wan telling Luke 
that Darth Vader killed and murdered his father was kind of true from a certain point of view when he was literally the same guy may be excused as a symbolic line about the nature of Anakin turning to the dark side. But that wasn't that big of a shock. Everyone, every fucking Jedi knew Anakin was going down and was down to clown on the dark side. Plus, Obi-Wan, in that moment, basically asked Luke for a ride to a shitty part of town to get a mercenary crew together to go fight in an active rebellion. At that point, it would not have been out of character to have him been like, all right, here's the thing. Your dad and I, we were in a war. He went nuts, and now he's space Hitler. And yet, through all of that, Jizz was always stuck in the cannon. <laughs> Until recently. August 29th, 2023. A new anthology was released entitled Aptly from a Certain Point of View. Quote, 40 storytellers recreate an iconic scene from Return of the Jedi through the eyes of supporting characters from heroes to villains to droids to creatures from Penguin Random House and of course because they got the whole franchise by the junk dangles, Lucasfilm and Disney. Within the latest scribe written into canon, it was found that it referred to the music that Max Rebo plays. You remember the floppy, drunk, blue elephant, like absolutely crushing an organ solo in Jabba's Palace in Return of the Jedi? That's him. His name is Max Rebo, and it still fucking is. Sliced noodles. Well, Sliced Noodles is the singer. Do we really want to do this? Do we really want to do this? I don't really want to do this, but I will absolutely do this. Max Rebo was crushing it on the organ. He's the elephant dude. Yeah, Sliced Noodles was the singer. I seriously don't want to do this. And it was. And it was uncovered that the book reveals, quote, at some point in the story, Max Rebo mentions one of any number of Jats standards that he knew by heart, sending off alarm bells in the AV club because holy shit, is George Lucas and Mickey fucking Mouse really trying to take jizz away from us? It's bad enough. We had that crap recut of the jam band of Jabba's Palace. They tried to convince us what would happen, but instead of that bench clearing banger that was Lopty Neck that Max Rebo Band plays, it was instead a weak T flat pop hold music called Jedi Rocks. And now, I know I've lost you, but like go back and watch the original <laughs> and then go back and watch the redo and you'll know what I'm talking about. And now, general members of the gathered Congress, we are just gonna accept that even that style of cosmic space groove is now called Jats? Well, I won't have it. I don't put jats on when I'm on the train feeling extra proud of my fandom. No, I put jizz in my ears. <laughs> we all know the truth. Fingrin Dan did not make his credits out there space busking with jats. No, he became who he is by blowing jizz. <laughs> and the Max Rebo band was not keeping the mood chill at Jabba's Palace with a paltry offering of Jats. Nay, they'd be ranker shit with that kind of nonsense. Only way Max Rebo survived was by spraying hot jizz all over that gangster's bungalow. <laughs> Fellow fellows, jizz may be why I came today. <laughs> but the matter before us is consistency in our jams. And Star Wars is my jam and they can't keep getting away with this. Our fandom demands consistency. And who doesn't love a little jizz every now and then? Why I have a jizz mix on my Spotify. It's like only five songs, it's like only five songs, but it's super jizzy. My fellow Padawans and Jedi, I come before you, a Star Wars fan with jizz in his veins, and I ask you to join me in protest against this because, and, and it's because it's, it's, oh my God, it's fucking stupid, guys. It's fu Jets. 
Jazz, are you kidding? It's the one thing we had still was that it was called jizz. We have to look him in the eye and tell him we're not going to swallow this Jats anymore. We have to stand consistent together until we bring peace to the galaxy, live canonically, loving our jams, and blasting our jizz. May the force be with you and also with me. I love you. Good night. That's me. That's me. Oh, God, sorry. The hay fever. It's fall. Yeah, tis the sneezing. Special thanks to the Barracudas for their kick-ass song Promises. That's what you hear going on right now. Thank you to Jepson's Malort for sponsoring me. Thank you to you for listening to me. If you want to come find us on the Discord, do it, because there's snacks and sweet memes. Um, October 19th, we're going to be doing another Chad Gets Lit live from Logan Arcade, but we're going to have the Pinball Expo crew here, so you're not going to want to miss that one. But what game are we playing? You'll have to find out. You know the rules. Anyway... See you guys next week. Let's just, let's, let's go. I, let's not make it weird. Nailed it.